This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hi, let me just tell you how awesome this is. Our first female guest on Lower After Hours. Uh, it's amazing yeah. to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us, Cassidy. Oh, oh Jesus. Stay. Oh, Mute this guy. This guy. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, Good job. Do the ocean. So that, that honestly goes down as the best thing. I think my, my best acting <laughs> opportunity. Because I remember telling him, like, looking at him, and he honestly, we, I had darker hair. He honestly thought it was Cassidy. He really <laughs> We're We're going we're gonna to ask you specifically okay. about that. Uh, as Steak walks from Albuquerque to the closest body of water, I guess it's the Pacific, or, like, I'm, I'm assuming that's Rio the Grande. Okay, then put yourself on mute and we'll we'll follow your journey on Zoom as you walk stake. And we are back on Lower After Hours. This is Mike Ryan fan account and today we are joined by Tony Collins. Hi, I just literally spilled water as you said. <laughs> I know it's a lot of faces staring at you at once. What's the biggest Zoom call you've ever had, just real quick? Honestly, it's got to be this one. It's always like four, <laughs> yes. ah. like four, four people or five. So you guys right. are really. <laughs> awesome. I think I think we are setting records for just about everybody at, tangentially related to ESPN in the past few years. Really? Months. Yeah, I think so. You guys are legit an army, I swear to you. <laughs> <laughs> we, yes, we are. We are legion for sure. Yeah, you guys all over the country or in a certain part of the U.S. or the world, actually. Really? Yeah, we Australia on the house. We have a foreign correspondent from Australia. Oh, you know, I studied in Australia. I, I went to school there for like six months. Oh, now Fantastic. we have something to talk about. That's there exciting. you go. <laughs> I wanted to start off real quick by saying, obviously, you are the premier graduate of Stu Gotts' School of Broadcasting. <laughs> Um, he discovered you, uh, diamond in the rough. <laughs> the and reason I'm here is him. Exactly, exactly. So we, we just wanted to get like a quick rundown of basically everything that you've done, all your roles uh, at ESPN. Um, if, I know it's probably a lot um, uh, at this point, but uh, could you just give us a quick rundown of, of everything you've hosted so far and, and done? Yeah, so for me, it's a little bit weird because when I came to ESPN, I came from Univision in Spanish. So I had to do the whole flip the switch and like not talk about Mexican soccer, but sorry, my doctor, but talk <laughs> about uh, college stuff and stuff that I, and, and the Hispanic television we don't do. So I started in digital actually when nobody cared about digital. It was like, right, right. It was like the, the sad little cousin, and you kept like, <laughs> I never we oh god we used to do videos like four minute videos on golf or like or it was a quiet please segment or or tennis and like the stuff that like whatever um, right. but then I promoted from that because um, my English is my second language and it's pretty terrible sometimes so if you guys right. see me make up words just go along with it it's part of the stupid <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's never as bad as you think it is I promise you so yeah I did a lot of digital stuff and then I got promoted to updates ooh. But that was on television, so I did Sports Center updates, and now and then I got promoted recently to host Sports Center twice, and then I do UFC stuff as well. Uh, whatever soccer stuff uh, that is available that I can do, I do some Snapchat Sports Center. So just trying to get the reps and get better, you know, yeah. and 
be like the big guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah the I, team, so. You're trying to, you're, you're basically trying to get on Stugatz's level, correct? Exactly. Like that's, like that's, that's the that's end goal. Me. He was saying what? He's like, we work for less and they pay me the same. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was about to say, like, once you, once you, uh, uh, you know, you get to that, that upper echelon like Stu Gatz is at, quite frankly, they pay you to do less work. And yeah. uh, that's, that's, I think that is essentially the core uh, mission statement of Stu Gatz's School of Broadcasting. So we're Works thrilled to have you. not harder. That- <laughs> that, I, I mean, that, that should be everybody's mission statement, quite frankly. <laughs> You know, I saw him at the airport. I actually saw him at the airport, gosh, when he came up. And I, I felt like such a butthead. I'm like, can I curse here? Not right. But oh, I yeah, like, yeah, no, you can. Absolutely. We, like we've got that. Ass, we have that I'm explicit like, rating. I'm Tony Collins. He's like, shut the fuck up. I know you're Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, I was like, I still got some Tony Collins. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That's great. So, okay. So we're going to actually, I'm going to throw it to ASOM. We're going to do like a round robin thing with uh, okay, cool. uh, uh, a few of us. And then at the very end, we're going to uh, get some other Lauer Rangers on here to ask lightning round questions. ASOM, go ahead, man. Hola, Tony. Me amo, ASOM. Hola, ASOM. <laughs> How are you doing? Muy bien, gracias. Muy bien. That's all I have. But I just wanted okay. to be here a little bit. <laughs> My question, thank you for being on tonight. I have a couple uh, Sports Center questions uh, okay. for you, but because we touched on it, uh, quickly, what was the behind the scenes of the, Stu- uh, the Stugats prank? Who, who came up to you? Who got you involved? And what, what happened? Okay. Yeah, so it was really random because he had, they were on campus that week for something. Uh, they were doing the radio show there, and I see Stugats, and I'm like, hey, I'm a big fan because I'm from Miami, and I used to listen to them in local radio. He's like, listen, whatever you need, you know, we're Miami people, count on me, I got you, Tony. Okay, so then I go to the cafeteria, and I see him with Dan, and they, <laughs> we, go, we, we I remember, like, looking at him, he's like, Cassidy! And I'm like... <laughs> And like, you don't know what you, I'm like, what do I do? Is that correct? I mean, Stugat, is that correct, Mr. Stugat? I'm Mr. Stugat. Right. <laughs> do I correct him or not? So I just played along and I'm like, Jesus. Because I have gotten a lot of people, like at that time, I think Mommy and Cassidy both had like dark long hair and stuff. And I had a couple people also, I was like, hey, Cassidy, what's up? I'm like, eh, I don't know when to correct him because you feel like such a jerk to correct them. So I didn't correct them. And then uh, three hours later, I get a text from Mike Ryan and he's like, hey, can you come in or recording the show and just act like Cassidy? And like, I'm like, sure, let's do this. And I, I literally went in there, what's up? I, I don't know, I don't remember what I said, to, but I, I just remember he to- totally believed. And Dan, Dan was dying. He was so, oh, it was so Oh, my funny. God. I, I remember that specifically. And Stu Gatz looked at Dan, and I've never seen him so angry. He was legit <laughs> angry. He was perfect. He was beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Um, so anyway, my, my sports center question. For, before I get to it, today is, um, I should know this. Did you ever, today is Stuart Scott's birthday. Did you yes. get a chance to work with him? If you know not, do you have any comment on, go ahead. Yeah, I, I never got to work with him, but I do have, because um, I came in in 2013 and that was like one of his last years there. His last year there, he was coming in and out a lot. We knew that. But um, I remember crossing, we were, not, we were in a hallway. This is the type of person that he is. We were in the hallway. I'm a newbie, like literally newbie, like never, like maybe like a week there. And he's like, I haven't seen your face. I'm Stuart Scott. I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm like, I'm yeah. he's like, well, welcome. Where are you from? Like the fact that like we were in the hallway and Stuart Scott, like just, he's like, I don't know this face. Like, who are you? Like, um, and like, he was, he introduced himself. I introduced myself. He's like, all right, well, you know, kid, you know, keep, he told me this, he did say this, you know, never stop learning. That's going to take you far. Enjoy the ride here. And then. That was it. That was, and then you would see him in the hallway and you'd say hello. I would get embarrassed. I wouldn't bother. But like, he was just that type of guy that like, just like that. Like, I never keep learning, kid. You know? Right. That's great. Yeah. Seeing the goat in the hallway is a little uh, embarrassing. And he stopped me, not me. Like, cause you get me like, oh, hi, I'm Tony. I just got here. It's a pleasure to be your colleague. No, he's he's like, I haven't seen this face. Who are you? So that was really cool. That's great. Great, Tony. Uh, Leading into my uh, sports center question. Um, you did the Sports Center commercial, which is an honor. <laughs> now, when did you find out that you were going to be, I believe, in from head to toe, like blue tight spandex for the commercial? <laughs> the one that I knew I was going to do 
was the mouthpiece one, the one that I'm just chewing on a mouthpiece. Okay, there's that one. Okay. Wow, and that's the first one. And then I swear somebody called out or they're sick because they're like, um, Tony, do you want to come in tomorrow for for a skit? I'm like, sure. They just wear green, so I wear green dress. And then when I get there, they're like, actually, <laughs> it was like I was, it was crazy that they use they use like the first three things I did. They made me jump. They made me like act like there were like objects coming around. And, like, <laughs> it was, I was sweating. I was like, I think I'll, I'll send you guys later. Like, I have like videos. I'm like, oh, like they're like act like there's stuff like balls coming at you. I was like, stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I ended up in the jump in the blue suit. I still have it. I don't have it. I have it in my desk at work, but I have it. Up. And I have the mouth guard too that I had to chew on. I'm like, I'm just in case. Room. Just in case. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Both those commercials are great. Uh, Mr. Met, Mr. Met, though, they're, they're, they, they take them seriously. Like I, right, Mr. Met. I got well, I, I know there like there's a kid in there, obviously, or a teenager or an adult, but um, yeah, they were like, I'm like, can I meet you? He's like, no. <laughs> wouldn't take the head off. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, reveal the identity, right? Nope. There's there's super serious rules when it comes to wearing mascot gear. Like uh, you probably know more than I do uh, when it comes to it. Tony, before I pass it along, I just wanted to thank you. Thank you again for being with us. It's I haven't I haven't been nervous for one guest. I was nervous tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys. That's just so cool that you guys put this together because I just have a one person like kind of like interview thing, and that's so hard. So for all of you guys to come together, that's awesome. Very quick follow up: Which was a harder uh, acting gig, the Sports Center commercial or the setup with Stu Gatz? Oh my gosh, the the Sports Center commercial. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That's all I wanted. All I wanted to. All right, we're gonna go to uh, Mike Ryan fan account now. Uh, he's got a couple of questions for you. Go ahead. Hello. So my first one is a soccer question. How did you become a Barcelona fan, and do you root for any teams international? Okay, so um, the, it's such a corny story. I don't want to be like sad, but so my father, um, he passed away a, a couple of years ago, but he uh, he has family. His roots are from Catalonia. So when I was little, we would watch Barcelona, 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 and I have that sentimental attachment to that, um, to always watching Barcelona. And then we got lucky with Messi. And then, you know, the, uh, they have La Masia, which is like their academy. And you just saw like Messi, Iniesta, everybody just come up there. So like, I mean, I just followed it because it was, part of like what I grew up with and now I'm just I, I love it obviously because we have well right now we are we're just terrible but <laughs> but uh but I do love him I love the team I love everything about it and I have that sentimental attachment and international I mean um would you mean like EPA like what kind of like oh uh, like which country do you root for oh Mexico Mexico because I, I have Mexican roots so we're never gonna win a world cup but I'll still cheer for them <laughs> And, then, and you know what? You know what's crazy that I'm not Argentinian, but I do. I did want Messi to get a World Cup, obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah. everyone team Messi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Spirit America and Primer Impacto were two staples from my childhood. Can you like tell me more about your time there? Any favorite interviews or moments from those days? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So uh, when I started, uh, when I started in sports, actually, it was uh, I was at a local. It was in Dallas. And they open the sports network and they bring us to Miami where the main network is. And um, I got to work on Despierta America and do their sports segments there. And then Primer Impacto. But it was just like, it's crazy to see the actors and everything that go in there. I remember like, it was Will Smith. I didn't get to talk to them because I was like, obviously just a sports kid. But I was just like, <laughs> like I would like just get in studio earlier and stuff. But Will Smith for me. And the, it was funny to see like the American actors come to Univision, the translators. And, they, and embracing it. They embraced it. So that was fun. My last one is a uh, wacky question. So, okay. which sports mascot would you pick to take on five velociraptors in a game of five-on-five <laughs> basketball? And Gritty. It would be they can't eat you. Like they have to play by <laughs> basketball rules. They can't, you know, foul or anything like oh that. Oh my god! I didn't realize that was the premise of this question. <laughs> I I thought it was literally like a mascot to challenge the Velociraptors like to a like a death match. Like no, San Francisco. No, no, no. You gotta play okay. the game. You gotta play four quarters and Oh my god, okay. How, how did you come up with this question? <laughs> uh, we have a group chat where we get we get weird. Oh uh, guys, look at Gritty. I think Gritty's so psycho that you don't know what's gonna come out of him. <laughs> like, have you seen, Gritty or the Philly fanatic? I'd go with Gritty. 
That's a that's a good answer. But I don't know what can come out of that. All right. Up next, we have Steve. He's got a couple of sports questions and food questions, I believe. Go ahead, Steve. How you doing, Tony? Hey, what's up? Up in this corner over here. Ah, I see you. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, my first question is: um, right now, with everything going on with the pandemic, obviously, if there was one sports league that you could guarantee and save the full season, what would it be? I think the NFL. I think the NFL looks like it's. I mean, even though the talks between the union and the players right now is like kind of taking more prevalence and like it's heating up but i would say that, that they would be the ones that's what i hear like we're hearing that the nfl is the one baseball i mean we're three days four days away four three days away so Thursday, yeah yeah baseball and, and nfl i would think but i don't people are not really too sure about college which boggles my I, I, it would be crazy right like as europe is starting to ask get fans in some of the stands like we can't even get like it's just crazy crazy but yeah college football would be the basis of i don't know about that one but nfl and baseball for sure and nba of course <laughs> and then uh my second question is so, so I'm, I'm up here in bristol connecticut so i'm i'm, I'm in the area okay. so just kind of uh the difference in restaurants between miami and uh bristol and just, <laughs> if you if you found a good mexican restaurant in, uh, in, in connecticut that you can recommend for me so i live in downtown harvard I live above this restaurant. I should I guess I'm like I should you guys just tell you my address, my email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll bleep that out. To it's just security any... number two. No, um, <laughs> so I, I go to this place called Salute, where yep. I live above it. Um, I live above there. Like, come say hello. But uh, but yeah, I love because there's it's like a family there. You know, like like the one thing like so Miami used to love. I know this is so. I live. I'm from Westchester, like Carreta. And it's just like Cuban and family, and you get your sopa and your so that's how kind of is with the Italian way down here. So that's why I like <laughs> salute. Yes, yeah, so, salute's like that's usually my, me and my wife have gone there a couple of years in a row on Valentine's Day now. So we're we're well aware yeah. of the place. Very good spot. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. All right. So duly noted. Steve got an invite to come say hello. So yes, the, the rest of. The rest of us are not going to be seething and jealous over that. The rest of this. We'll zoom uh, you guys. We'll uh, zoom. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Thank you so much. That that won't make it worse at all, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, so next up, we've got John down in Miami. John's got some. Uh, uh, John's hey, got some <laughs> Go for I'm it, John. Westchester in La Salvadora, right here. Dude, we're um, port. I live. I am. My mom's still in La Salvadora. I, I, I heard. I heard. Uh, she works in. Um, uh, Univision, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. How, how's she doing? I heard there was a COVID thing over there. Well, her producer okay. got COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm giving my own. Uh, her producer got COVID and she got tested. And so she's waiting for her results. She feels fine. She's doing well. She feels physically fine. But like, it's just, I, I just, I, I don't know, Steve, if you can add to this. Like here, everybody has like PTS. I feel like everybody's like wearing the masks and everything, the social distancing. And she says it down there. It's not really that much until some, you know, somebody that gets COVID or something. That's yeah, that's that's the sad truth here. Yeah. But keep, keeping in line with with the whole Hispanic theme, um, I'm Hispanic myself. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught the uh, the Lebertard show when they started talking about the the chancleta and the chancletazo. And uh, I, I, w- I wanted to know if you ever lived under the fear of the chancletazo. Dude, to this day, <laughs> I'm I'm in my thirties, <laughs> and until this day, it's like. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman and I'm still scared about damn shit. <laughs> but I don't know if anyone can relate. Like my mom, like she, it was like chancleta if she was wearing it, but if she was wearing heels, like whatever she had on. <laughs> you know, San Antonio has a minor league baseball team and they have that chancleta one. Yeah. La chancla, I think is. La chancla, is yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, staying with that, did you ever... Is there a story you could share that that maybe warranted the chancletazo? Gosh, um, yeah, it's so dumb though. God, you guys, I. <laughs> All right, next one then. <laughs> no, no, that's no, what no, we're after. So like, I was a brat. Like, I, I never got in trouble when I was younger for like doing drugs, like doing drugs or like crimes or anything, but stupid stuff like this. So I, I left my daddy. My dad used to live in Mexico, and before I left one summer. I hid, um, I hid my mom, all my mom's shoes, just one pair, one, one of the pairs. So all over the house, like she had no, she, she couldn't find it. And she was so livid. She waited till when I got back from my vacation in Mexico and like that thing went flying. She's like, you didn't want me to find any of these. And she just started throwing all her shoes at me. 
gosh. But yeah, I was such a brat. Like, they're like, why would I do that? Like, I think she didn't, I don't know. I, I just remember hiding them like in pillows in the roof and the, in the, in the patio. She was so livid, so livid. Wow, that's uh, not a heady play. Um, and then uh, I read I read somewhere that your mom would pick out your outfits. Is, is that still the case? I take her hand-me-downs because I'm, I'm the biggest, like, like, give me a T-shirt, sweats, and stuff like that. And, or, I mean, a baseball hat, like, easy stuff. And for work, like, you know, you got to, like, sidebar all. And she's tiny, so I'm, I, I barely, sometimes I don't fit in her dress. But, like, I, I'll show that she gives me her hand-me-downs all the time until this day. <laughs> she's 68. So. <laughs> the good thing is that she lives in Miami, so she's got that Miami style. Because if not, I'm going to be like, woo. And finally, I'd like to uh, just ask, so who, who does your makeup for, for these events that you go to? Because it's really spectacular. Oh, my gosh. So um, you will notice the difference if you go on my Instagram when I was doing it. Because after the pand- uh, when the pandemic happened, they took away our hair and makeup place and people and in local you do it so i was doing it and i was like <laughs> but we do have a, a a couple of the girls from work and then now we we, we can't do our hair and makeup at work so we go before to their houses and get it done but they do it here at espn but it's espn girls but yeah they're so good even for the events like the the red carpet stuff that you go to yeah but you, they tr- i trust you know like you, they, they know your face and you can they do it every day, literally. I feel like it's it's honestly very spoiled, and, and I'm I, I'm so grateful for it because I I can't do, I can't yeah, look at this. <laughs> this is this is what I call beach ways, and I have no clue what this is. Well, thank you very much. I'm uh, John and Las Aguaceras. Back to you, Will. All right, uh, that is uh, Tony. That is our ultimate goal: is to have a full time makeup person for this podcast, even though it's a not a visual medium. Um, we still, still want to look good for our, uh, for our guests. Thank you again for being here with us. Next up, we are going to go over to Danielle, AKA coach D bro. I'm not sure where she is on your screen right now. Uh, coach, go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Hey, going good. Thank you. It's so exciting to have you here. This is so great. Like we said before, you're our first female guest. So we're kind of feeling the girl power going on. Loving it. Thank you. Um, doing some research, I'm kind of the food obsessed one. We all have our own obsessions, but that's pretty much all I'm obsessed with. Um, so we'll get serious first. Um, I noticed on your Twitter, you have food for the hungry. Yeah. Um, as one of your, can you talk to us about that and how you got yeah. involved and what you do? Totally. I know. I, I thank you so much for asking. Cause like, that's one of the, one of my first like charities that I'm so passionate about. So I went to the Dominican Republic to do a story, um, about striking out poverty, which it's baseball players around Major League Baseball that they come together and, you know, during their season, they have these uh, funds to bring food to the most, to the poorest communities. And I actually got to go to them, to several of them. And it totally like changed my life. It changed my life. It, it's, it boggles my mind that till this day in 2020, like people have to go up a mountain to get water, then bring it back in a bucket and boil it and so that's what I do. Um, I, I, I sponsor two kids from, from one from the Dominican, one from the Rwanda, but, um, this, this organization helps provide food, not only like food, let's give you food, but like the, the ability to like sustain a life, like farming, agriculture and, and teach the, teach those things so they can create their own food and stuff and, and clean water. So it's, it's a really awesome, awesome organization. It's food for the hungry. And Roberto Clemente Jr. is actually the ambassador, um, and it's it's just it's eye opening, and it totally changed my life. And that's and that that um, snowballed for me to join other charities and stuff. Just because, like, I mean, if we have the opportunity to help in this world, and we don't, then what are we doing? You know, I, I believe uh, Clemente Sr. said that, and it's just that that's why I love that organization. But yes, and then they provide everything for them too. That is so awesome. It sounds so much more sustainable and long-term than, you know, these quick fixes. So that's really cool. Um, For everybody listening, that is on her Twitter page. It's in her bio. So go check it out. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, So, Tony, I found a video. I don't know when you made it. Uh, Don't make that face. It's nothing bad. It was just a very quick, uh, like a love hate video. I think you did for ESPN where they, yeah, yeah, it was like very early on. And you, uh, one of the things that, I remember it was so pasty. (laughs) Sorry. Dude, what happened? No, it was very pasty because it was winter. I remember. remember. You looked fantastic in it. Just trust me. Um, so, uh, 
one of the things that they brought up and they asked you to love or hate was uh, DMs from fans. Um, and they also brought up DMs from celebrities. So without naming names, because I'm not trying to get you in trouble, have you gotten any DMs from celebrities? Or... Yeah, like B-list or like C-list. Or oh, no. Not like real ones. What? Like okay, 90s so, movies kind of like. So <laughs> just any, anybody reaching out to just say that they're fans of you or anything or like anything? You no, they don't need to like, um, to like want to go on a date or something like that. But then like, I'm like, drilling across the country. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> do you know what the hell I am? Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the logistics not don't like, necessarily work out, right? No, I, no, like only, but, but I don't get a lot of, no, I, I don't, I'm not that cool. Get a lot of DMs. I just get a lot of people that I get all the creepers. Nah, I feel bad, but like they like like feed <laughs> pictures and like oh no, oh no, things. I'm like, man, I need to change my look or like I need to change my profile. I don't know what, what am I. Getting? At least you didn't just tell people where you live, though, so it's fine. Swim. I'm like. <laughs> You know, Tony, I promise it's not you. It's the internet. It was one of the worst mistakes anybody ever made, uh, quite frankly, when it comes to uh, uh, females' presence on the internet. Not you know your fault crazy? at all. That says image blurred, but like you're like, I kind of want to see what's behind the image just to like be appalled and like, ah, and like scream <laughs> to my friends. So it's, I, a morbid, <laughs> it's a morbid curiosity, right? Yes, yes absolutely. I understand that. Um, since you've been at ESPN and since you are, obviously, you are at the Sports Center desk now, who outside of the sports world have you met that you have just fangirled over, that you have just, like, been super nervous to talk to? I Obviously, like, early on, just talking to Stuart Scott, yeah, you know, rattled you, as it would rattle anybody, particularly working along with him. But yeah. does anybody come to mind that you've had a chance to meet that you've just been kind of, like, blown away by? You know, I think you guys are going to be like, you are and honestly deserve these DMs that are weird because you're weird. Um, I, I totally geeked out with Coach Ed Orgeron. I don't know. How could you know? Okay. I'm not How could sure. you know? The Cajun, the Cajun voice right of God? Yes. Like, I was like. <laughs> and, Is that your like, limited? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just did a limited. There we go. Okay. You just did a limited fake Ed Orgeron. Can we get can we get like a one line as Ed Ogeron, please? Welcome into sports. I can't do it. <laughs> you're gonna blow your voice out. Oh my god, you're gonna blow. It. Don't don't do it. Okay, I, I'm I'm calling an audible. Don't, don't do it. Like listen, it was when, when so before every college football season. Um, I will be I'll be honest, guys. Like I didn't grow up a lot with college football. Like I think it's my culture. I grew up with a lot of soccer, Mexican soccer, Liga Mekis. So like. The whole, I think I started getting to college football when I went to college, actually, in Ohio. And right. I'm like, holy crap, this they're so passionate. I've never been. I was like, what? So then, and of course, with ESPN. So then we have these coaches come in every before, not this year, obviously, but before every season. And, you know, you get like, it was, I remember seeing Cliff Kingsbury, and I was like, ah, dreamy, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Right. Whatever. Eh. And then, but when I saw Ed, Ed Ojeron, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like totally like this, geeking out. <laughs> And when he I, spoke to me, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he had to recruit me. So part of the segment was that he had to recruit me. Oh my god! I think. Wait, I think. Let me see if I find it. You keep talking to me. I'm gonna try to find. He recorded for me, uh, but I don't know how to translate. How to do? For no, me. it's fine. It's fine. We are. Look, we are. I, I will. I will. I'll filibuster uh, as much as I, I need to. But I absolutely whatever you are looking up on your phone, we have got no, to see it. The anticipation is I don't think you're going to kill me. To send me to human resources after like, <laughs> <laughs> but he, so he recorded this for me. I hope you guys can hear it. Let's see. Hey Tony, pick up the phone. This is Coach O. Go Tigers. <laughs> oh, oh my God! God. Oh my God! Um, I don't know how to like save that and make it my ringtones. I'm so angry. Just have it saved. I need to save it. Oh my God! Hey, look, we have lots of tech wizards here. No lie, that would be glad <laughs> to turn that into a ringtone it. for you. Can you imagine? And, uh, like Quite frankly, I'm going to screen record this section of the Zoom call and make that my. I'm just going to change my name to Tony so that that can be my uh, yeah, ringtone or, or voicemail as well. That's hey, Tony, so cool. This is Coach Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go, go Tigers. So yeah, oh, that, 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 I don't know. I mean, and then you know, you meet on the road. Like I, I got for 
I got to cover Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder and honestly like um I had a different kind of outlook uh being part with the with the boxing crew because like you get to see the boxers you know off the like media days and stuff and they're just so relaxed and so right and they're regular and that was crazy and just seeing Tyson and Deontay be like normal like they weren't like I hate yeah. you or whatever like right, that was, right. I, I was like like in shock too of that one too the question technically was outside of the sports world. Oh, have yeah. you had it? Have you had a chance to meet anybody? Like, just I don't know whether what they might have come to the ESPN offices, obviously. But yeah. actually, it wasn't with ESPN with the Nivision, and this is super Latin, so forgive me and girl. No, 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 no. Go Enrique ahead. Iglesias. Yeah. Enrique Iglesias. Oh. oh, oh, wow. Oh, I would be okay. Yeah, my I would. My heart would be like, leaping out of my chest as well. I like you know, you're like. <laughs> I I remember that music video with Anna Kornikova, like uh, in circa 2000, 2001. I don't remember the the song exactly, but I just remember yeah, he's, having a. He's as dreamy ha- as you'll, you'll you'll see him. I mean, he's so nice too. So that was I funny. I I could imagine. I could imagine that was a fantastic answer. I did not know we were going to get a personalized <laughs> voicemail by Ed Orgeron. Um, so that was wonderful. Thank you very much, Tony. We are going to now, uh, we're going to pivot here. We're going to go to some of our Lauer Rangers. Um, uh, first up, we have Pamela, I believe. Hi. Pamela, are you there? Hey, I'm here. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Good, good. So glad to get a chance to talk to you. Um, today is National Ice Cream Day. So, right? So my question is going to be ice cream based. Um, two quick questions. Okay. What is your go-to ice cream? And is there an inappropriate time to eat ice cream? Like time of day or? Oh, gosh, no. I think cookie, well, for me, it's cookie dough. And I think because it has milk, it milk's good in the morning. And, and people drink it at night. I, I, I never knew this, but they would skate. <laughs> so I was like, well, so it's got milk, right? <laughs> so like, it's considered a part of the meal. So. Yep. It's part of the pyramid. But cookie dough, I don't know. I used to love, I used to be super vanilla plain, like vanilla with sprinkles. But like lately, this cookie dough obsession, I don't know where it comes from, but I don't know if it kicks in in your 30s for me or whatever. But it's like, uh, I buy the cookie dough bites too. I don't know why. But that is what's better. And I still have it. And this is TMI. I'm lactose intolerant and I still have ice cream. Me too. (laughs) It's it's worth it, right? I completely understand it is worth it. Yes. I agree. Awesome. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you, Pamela. Um, By the way, she's at Halloween Basic on Twitter. Um, Next up, we are going to go to Renee, who is repping uh, Guillermo Mafia. Renee, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Thank you, Tony, for being here. You Um, know what? Did I talk to you once a while? I got a Guillermo Mafia mug. Yes. Okay. Nice to meet you. Thank you for that. Thank for you. For sure. No, no. Thanks for supporting, you know, the brand. Thanks for supporting Miami. That was kind of a, a big initiative with Guillermo Mafia. Yeah, um, awesome. And just kind of a similar kind of cool coincidence. So I live currently in McAllen, Texas. And <gasps> I used to live there. Bingo. There you go. So you know where I'm going. I have a couple questions. You can choose to address both or, or neither or whatever. Um, first question is give me a favorite or memorable story from your time as a reporter in South Texas? It doesn't have to be McAllen specific if anything sticks out. Or if you have any, like, favorite restaurants. We okay, love talking about food down here. Taco um, Palenque, which is plain, right? 100. But I love it. Like, every, like drunk, sober, every day. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it was the best. Because, like, the best tacos, the best everything. And they were open late, so after party, you go there. But, like, for me, McAllen was... I love it. And I made the face of the stories because all my stories were freaking wild reporting there. They're wild. And I never understood how I never heard of it before. Like in the sense, like I would, I know, I know it sounds so crazy, but like, like homicides, drug busts. I was every day. That was my regular life as a regular reporter. So I have so many stories of that, but I really, really love just the culture. I love McAllen. I know people are like, what? But like, I love it. Just the, it was like, it, it was for me it was awesome and it was i would go I, if they tell me you can move you can move, I, would, I would go back there for sure for sure it's just the people the people are it's a lot like miami but mexican <laughs> like a lot of like uh, it's a different feel yeah no for sure and then uh a, a different question across from south texas we know you're a big barcelona fan um do you have any other 
favorite sports teams? Do you have any favorite yeah. Liga MX team? Liga MX, I'm a Panza Verde, I'm Leon. Um, Hell yeah! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Oh my god! Oh, my god. <laughs> oh snap! It's Hold on. <laughs> I got scarves. So my wife's family's from Leon. So we rep Leon hard as hell. You know what? I picked them and I picked them like wow. eleven, and I just I stuck with them. Because my mom is my mom is uh, cementera, uh, yeah. Uh, but um, so my dad was a Steelers fan, so I'm also a Steel. I mean, just by association, Steelers fan, and I love Troy. I have this thing with Troy Polamalu, like oh, I used to love him so much. <laughs> and then um, basketball, I'm totally. We were like, you're all over the place, but for basketball, I, I mean, I'm from Miami, the Heat, but I worked from Dallas, and I totally, and I worked 2011. So like, how could you not fall in love with that team? with that team and they and just Dirk Nowitzki so, the nicest human it was Tyson Chandler Berea they were all really actually laid back nice Jason Kidd I, it's just like so I, I totally fell in love with it and Mark Cuban is Mark Cuban and he was a, like what you see is what you get and it was just so cool to be around that 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 team in that year that's cool we have a, we have a lot of uh Guillermo Mafia fans in San Antonio so I was hoping you'd take oh, Spurs I was hoping they do but, like yeah, it's cool. I, I won't. I, I mean, it's cool. But I'm a Maverick too. <laughs> yeah, the guys at the Mavs are super, super nice guys. So you can't hate on that. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the time. Well, we really appreciate it. Yeah, Leon. <laughs> Hell yeah, Viva! All right. Uh, up next, we've got Raúl, who also, uh, and I'm hope I'm saying that correct. I, I, my Spanish is horrific. Yeah. So I'm sorry uh, <laughs> about that. But he's also repping Guillermo Mafia. Raúl, are you there? Yes, how you doing? I didn't have any questions, though. I don't I'm just know. here for the ride. How you doing? We spoke a long time ago over uh, Instagram as well when we sent you the 305 shirt. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You know what? I wore the 305 shirt. Wow. I, went to, thank you. I went to Spain. I went to Spain, nice. and, and I wore it in my Camino de – I did the Camino de Santiago, which is that walk from – to a certain part of Spain to Compostela and I wore I'll mm-hmm. send you the shirt I guess it's the 305 one yes, yes that's thank my you favorite. yeah thank you thank you so Sweet. much nice talking to you yeah. awesome fantastic all right so uh up next we have Aaron from Memphis Aaron go ahead Tony how you doing hi doing well Aaron good good all right so Oh boy. I, I am getting this correct, right? You like country music, am I correct? I do, I do. Okay, good deal. All right, I want to know the fav- your favorite country music concert you've been to, one that might have like disappointed or wasn't very good, and one okay. you really want to see. The only one that disappointed me, and it was not because of them, um, was Rascal Flats because of rain and they had to stop. <laughs> and I didn't get my money back. But it's okay. Oh. <laughs> when I got soaked and I was just miserable, but... Oh, and it was up, but so I got to go. My favorite, favorite. I love Luke Bryan, and I know it's like kind of the newer country, but uh, I got to see him at Fenway. It was amazing, Fenway, and, and he did, he did, he put on such a show. And I've gone to three different ones: to Foxborough, to Fenway, and to New Hampshire. And you would think like, how is he gonna make it better? And every time, it's so much fun, and it's just raw, and it's fun. And but but the Boston one, just being at. at at Fenway Park, and it was so cool. It was so cool. That sounds fun. I was, what kind uh, of country uh, music do you like? Do what? Do you like country music as well? Or? Yeah, I, well, yeah, I do. I was I was actually going to say I saw Luke Bryan a few years ago, and he actually I, wasn't my cup of tea. Oh, but wow. uh, <laughs> no, I like Luke Bryan. No, I like Luke Bryan. It, just the concert venue wasn't. Because you know what? He had Chris Stapleton. The best. He had Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton was the best amazing. I've ever seen. Amazing. He's, he's outrageously good. And he had Lady Antebellum, so the, the, the acts before him are awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Luke Bryan, he, he's, a, he's a good performer. Chris Stapleton, though, is the only person I've ever seen that's better oh, uh, live than uh, he actually sounds recorded, which is impressive. All right. Uh, Next up, we have Cody Cavalry. I think he's got a food question. Hi, Tony. How you doing? Hi, doing well. Good to see Good. you. So I have a super important question. What's okay. your What's your go to Waffle House order? You know what? I've never been to Waffle House. Is that oh wow? Terrible? Whoa! Up on me right now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Because in Miami, we had IHOP. And then Ohio, we had Bob Evans. And I guess Waffle House, but I never, yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, let me ask you this real quick. So what's what's the coolest sports venue you've been to, and, and what's one you, you want to go to really bad? So I've never been to Camp Nou, of course, with Barcelona. I've been, but not in, not for a game. And I I went there just to look at the damn stadium. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, the coolest, uh, working in Dallas, the Cowboys, uh, when I was AT&T, now I forget what, Jerry's World, but uh, Jerry's World's amazing. Like, you just, I don't know if you guys have been, maybe you haven't been there, but it's just, that screen, everything, it's just like it's you're in, you're in a spaceship in another world, and wow, like it, it's insane, it's insane. And I do um, for baseball, my favorite one is the Pirates, PNC Park. I haven't been to the Giants, to the Giants one in, in San Francisco, but uh, but yeah, PNC Park too. I, I love it. Very cool. Thank you for your time. No, thank you. All right. Uh, next up, we've got our favorite public servant, the mayor of Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah. Mayor Matt. Mayor, go ahead. Hey, Tony. Thanks for spending hey, time Mayor with Matt. us. Uh, so uh, in the real job, I actually manage a radio station as well and involved in the media. I was really curious. I want to ask you a couple questions with that, if you don't mind. No, no, uh, no. You, you've made the transition from covering you know, more traditional news into sports. Was that always part of your uh, career plan or is that something that just kind of naturally just gravitated that way? You know what? It was always planned. Um, so when I graduated college, nobody wanted to hire me, and there was not really a lot of like positions for women in sports. I, that's why I started with news. And and as soon as um, it was so funny because when I did oh, I started in radio. By the way, I was a board op for CBS 1010 in St. Petersburg, doing the graveyard shift. And then so then I McAllen, Texas opened, and I'm like, I'll take it. I need to get the TV experience. But um, when the opportunity for Dallas opens up, a lot of people were like, What are you doing? You're like you're you're downgrading, you know, you're going from doing hosting like the main, like of the 30 minutes, the 20 minutes to sports who gets like two minutes and then they get cut because everybody went over, but that's what I wanted. And I, I just, I've been so lucky that like, and then that, 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 that that's, it's worked out for me with being in local Dallas. And then the, my company decides to open up a sports network and then they pull me and then I get the ESPN call and uh, you know what I mean? It's just, um, it's where it's, it was part of the plan. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but looking back, it just, it was, it would just weave perfectly. Yeah. But there was always, there was always a plan. I just did not know how the heck I was going to do it. So a quick follow-up, if you don't mind, having worked in both Hispanic uh, television and in English speaking television, is there a difference in, in the, the processes or standards or presentation? If you can talk a little bit about that, I think that'd be interesting to know. Yeah, you know what, completely, um, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, the last time I worked in Spanish television was 2013, but um, I feel like ESP, I, at least with ESPN, I feel like it's the Disney world of sports in the sense that they, with, with you know, I hate to say this, but like, maybe, and I, I hope, I'm assuming it's changed, right? Um, it was like, hey, get the product back, get the product out, whatever comes out, get it out. With ESPN, I'm not, I kid you not, anytime you put something on sports, and I know sometimes it may seem repetitive and stuff, but there's always a method to it. Or like, we don't want to put just stuff out there to put stuff out there. They want to compliment, make the viewer smarter, have a reason of why this in-play of numbers come in first and why you're following the story with this other graphic. Like, it's about making the viewer smarter. And they take that so seriously. Like, I feel like with uh, my, in my in Spanish, it was just like, get the Hispanic athlete on TV and show him and whatever, ah, put it up, put it up. over here. It's like, no, like, why would you want to hear from him? Tell me why does it be like, you know what I mean? There's a lot, a lot of it goes into what goes, what we put out. And, um, I feel like it's more organized and more tailored to trying to educate in some way, somehow, even if you don't really see it at first, the viewer. Great. Thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. We're going to throw it out to our foreign correspondent, Morgan in Australia. Morgan? Hi, Morgan. Hi, Hi Tony. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, my, I was telling them um, I studied in Brisbane at Griffith University. Oh, well, that's so nice that it was Brisbane and not Sydney. I, um, know, but... I, I was listening <laughs> and I got very excited. And then I was like, oh, if she says Sydney, then I'm going to have to pretend like that's good when it's not. Um, but that's cool. Um, how was your time in, in Brisbane? Did you like it? I loved it. I love everybody. It was awesome. And I, and when I got there, so I was supposed to take five classes, 
three of them were canceled. So I just had two. So I just hung out the whole time. And like, thanks, Ma, for paying for college. What did you study when you were here? Um, you know what? Uh, so I, I just did my gen my general education courses because I had saved them for my last <laughs> I did the opposite. I saved the easier classes for the end of my college. <laughs> so it was like the basic English or whatever. Smart but it's actually harder because um, obviously their English is different. So even like spelling and stuff, they're like, you don't know how to spell and you're like 20-something. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. You don't know how to spell colors, and you don't Color put Color, and, like, schedule, and all that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Like, they all make fun of me in this group chat because I put U's in things. Like, that's where they belong. It's the Queen's English. There you go. We don't have anyway. much to make fun of Morgan about, so, like, you know, slightly odd spelling is all we've got. The Queen's yeah. overrated. <laughs> she is. I completely agree she's overrated. Um, but I love the Ed Ogeron story too. Big LSU fan, oh, so that was yes, cool. Yes, I could tell. And so today I made, I always make something in the background. So today I made Oreo cookie, Oreo cupcakes. Oh, that's so, oh, so I would send you one. But I've never been to the Waffle House either. So Okay, so there. Oof. There you go. But I have been to IHOP. Birthday cake pancakes. Delicious. Mm, yes. Love waffles. <laughs> mm. Maybe you should go to Waffle House. There we go. <laughs> it is. I, I don't, Tony, I don't know if you can see the chat. I, there's a lot of Waffle House slander in the chat. Um, do not pay any attention to it. I'm not. Like, I, I'm worried, more worried. I, I put a fake eyelash for you guys and it's falling. It's magnetic. And I'm just like. Oh, oh. oh do you like falling. magnetic lashes? Do they work? I'm trying them because I can't do my own hair. I mean, I, makeup, but I, I can show you guys. Look. It comes off. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Great. So now I'm just going to take both of them off with you guys. That's oh. it. And I'm very disappointed that I'm not somehow the makeup person of this podcast. Look at this. Look at how many eyeshadow. Look at that. I have a million pieces of makeup. I could be the makeup artist. I could make you all look beautiful. There you go. See? All right on. Another quick question from okay. Steak Sauce. I believe he's got a food Steak question. Sauce. I just got back from jumping in the river. <laughs> Tony, I live in uh, New Mexico here, the green chili capital of the world. Have you been able to find a good green chili hookup in Connecticut? No. no. Where do I find I have to go all the way to New Mexico? Or is there I can a send you some. Okay. <laughs> so are you not a green chili fan? No, I, I see I'm burping already. Great. It's nice to meet you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I love food. The only thing I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, like, I'm a brat about, and that's just because I'm, but I'm getting better, is seafood. But a green chili, bring it all the way. Like, I love all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is there any green chili in Connecticut? Does uh, it exist? No, it doesn't? Uh, that must be hell. Clam chowder galore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that your Connecticut impression? Was that your... That was beautiful, was yeah. that, Easy, on, Tony. On, hold on, hold on. Jesus, come on. Tony, Tony, can we get that one more time? Can you say clam chowder galore? Clam chowder galore. Nailed it. <laughs> like, like, exactly oh, can, I have a can I have a tortilla? Tortilla? <laughs> no, tortilla. <laughs> a quesadilla? Quesadilla, oh my god jesus guys all right Charles. <laughs> sorry, no, no, don't sorry, we have sorry, no Steve. covid cases baby that's all i'm happy here. <laughs> yeah, well that's, Tony, that's is, there is there anywhere to get a good bowl of, of uh, caldo there um you know what there's a couple of, like uh i was gonna say places in hartford but also like i don't know if you've seen in new haven there's like a, a the thing of, of food trucks, the Mexican food trucks, and they have really good tacos there. But the caldo definitely are in Hartford. If you go like, to the like the local like little hole in the wall type of thing, that's my favorite. I love it. Yeah. But caldo's hot. Like, I was, it was last last Sunday. I got some, and I am that typical meme. I'm sweating because it's hot, and I'm here eating my caldo. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you. Nice to see Tony, you. real quick, you brought it up twice, the clam oh. chowder. It's, it's Asam from Chicago again. Just real quick, one word answer, red or white are you eating up there? The red? No, I mean the white, the white, the white. I did Good the answer. And all right, we're going to go out to Lou Rafter, uh, a.k.a. Bruce in Sales. He's got a next question for you. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, what's going on, Tony? Hey, what's up? Uh, who are you in the shipping container or the show and why, personality-wise? Who am I? I think I am Roy. Roy? Okay. <laughs> yes. 
So he loves beers. He loves he, he loves uh, craft beers, and we have we share that. And then, like, I, I saw him in Miami uh, for the half marathon. He didn't run it, of course, because, but uh, his <laughs> wife did, so I got to meet her, and she was awesome. All right. The next thing, not only are you our first female guest, you're our first female guest, and probably, I think, I was telling Eric, I think in history, to get a hat made live during a podcast. So uh, we're going to send you a, a custom Lower After Hour hat. Now, there's one more thing. There's one more special thing we add for you. So the next time you see Tony, uh, you guys, you can make sure he knows that I'm Tony. You guys just made my day. Seriously, you, thank you so much, Lou. Thank you. I'm going to rock that proud here in Connecticut. Also, one last thing. Yes or no? Um, have you ever pooped your pants? <laughs> oh, my God. I just say no, right? Oh but I probably <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, there was this one time. No, I'm, no, no comment is fine, Tony. No okay, that, that's I, a yes. Tony, Tony, look, this is. I thought this you were is, gonna ask me if I peed in the shower because that was the the levator. Hey, right. what, you you cho- well, you choose which one do you want to answer? Pee in the I'll, shower or shower? Definitely pee. It was sometimes it happened. <laughs> hey, she's a runner. You never know. Yes, right. and then soccer, people kneel, like guys would kneel and pee all the time. So. Yeah, that's true. All right, we are going to end it on that, uh, I guess, high Great. note, if you want to <laughs> call it that. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a low note. That's that's an absolute low note. We're going to end it on that terrible low note. Thank you so much, Lou, for throwing that uh, Thanks bomb. Thanks for classing my... Like yes. my persona up here. Oh man. Okay. Hey, Tony, look, she got a. She's got a free hat. Right? I know. I know. Okay. All right. Hush up. Hush up. It's I'm, worth I'm it. taking over here. All right. On the count of three, I need everybody to give me a thank you, Tony. One, two, three. Gracias, Tony. Gracias, Tony. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. And we just met, but you guys are awesome. And continue doing what you're doing because. This is what you need. So this some stuff is so serious right now to just see all y'all and have fun and you know it's awesome. So talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're an absolute delight. Oh, bye. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient programs are founded on science and delivered with heart from an expert caring team who will inspire and guide you every step of the way. Go to rcahelp.com slash podcast for more information on how to get treatment. At RCA, you'll be in a community that builds connections and fosters support from peers and RCA's team of medical professionals. At RCA's state-of-the-art campuses, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients with history of trauma or relapse, for young adults, for adults 50+, for the LGBTQ community, a confidential program for first responders and service members, and a faith-based program. Recovery Centers of America accepts patients 24-7 and is in network with most insurance providers. Don't wait. Go to rcahelp.com slash podcast for help. rcahelp.com slash podcast.